Hi, it's Dave and Debbie here of the Dave and Dijanovic Show on KSL News Radio. We're on live on KSL News Radio Monday through Friday, starting at nine. And every day we start off with the launch, so the keyword is going to be launch. So text that keyword to five seven five zero zero, and you'll be entered to win a pair of AirPod Pros. Dave and Dijanovic. I cannot believe this, Taylor. A year ago. We were hunkered down at a hotel across the street because we couldn't get out of downtown Salt Lake City because there was so, just to say, it was snowmageddon. And here we are in a leap year. Today we're at near 50 degrees. Can you, the difference is unreal. Um, But we're going to get with Kevin Eubank in just a moment, KSM meteorologist, uh, to get uh, the skinny on what's been happening uh, in the mountains to make sure we're okay for snowpack. Um, Taylor Morgan in today for Dave Noriega. Debbie, I shouldn't say this on air, but <laughs> I know that uh, we're in the middle of floor time up at the Capitol right now, and so legislators aren't listening. But I've played hooky probably more times this week than I should have to get up and go ski. It's been amazing. The, is the snow good? Oh, goodness. It's been so nice. It's incredible. I'm hoping Kevin is going to give me a real good sense of what days I can call in sick next week. But I'll <laughs> tell you, I I can't remember a snowier, wetter February. I, I feel like not even last year uh, was as mm. snowy in February as this year has been. I don't know if that's correct. I'm sure Kevin will... Uh, will let me know if I'm wrong on that. But. I've been enjoying these Louis Vuitton-type storms. They're so designer. They're well, so designer. Louis Vuitton? Yeah. I thought I thought it was the Pineapple Express. No, it was it's We're Louis We're getting Vuitton. carried away with marketing these, these things. These storms, uh, when, they rain, when it rains in the valleys and it snows in the mountains, to me that is absolutely perfect because I don't have to spin out and slide into the KSL uh, parking garage sideways. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Eubank, meteorologist. Hi, Kev. Hey, you two. How are we today? So good. I can't believe what a difference a year makes. I know. Isn't it crazy? And just for the record, I will only come on the show when Dave is gone and Taylor is (laughs) I was going to say, Kevin, so great to have you back. Truth be be known, we did ask you to join us yesterday when Dave was here, still here. But you found out he was taking today off, and you're like, that's it. I'm on with Dev and Taylor on Friday. As long as Taylor's there and he's not skiing, I'll come in and talk about it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So how are things stacking up this year for us this February? You guys are exactly right. Even last year, which we had such an epic winter, February was not as productive last year as it's been this year. It was actually February 20th that we started the monster storms that took us through March and April and into May. And so that was kind of the beginning of the epic water year that we've had. But this February has been amazing for water. It's up to the top five February for Utah, for Salt Lake City, uh, for water. And um, the snow in the mountains, every single basin across the entire state is above 100% for snow. Um, Every single basin has more water than average. And even if we were to shut it down, um, and get only half of normal through the rest of the year, every single one of our basins would end up with above normal precipitation. That's how good we are. So, so a really great. good scenario. Yeah, I'm so happy about this. This is such a win-win because it means the skiing is great. It also means that when summertime rolls around and I'm ready to get the boat out, Debbie, our lakes are going to be full. Uh, I'm feeling really good about things. Kevin, how much longer is winter going to last? Can we expect a lot more of this going into March? 
So the outlook is for a wetter than normal month of March. Um, the spring outlook is for an average um, springtime. So meteorological spring starts March 1st. So we keep it by, by months. We go March, April, May for spring. So meteorological spring starts here next week. And uh, the pattern still shows valley rain, mountain snow, above normal precipitation. Now, next week, we do have a storm coming in. Monday's rain, but Tuesday's going to be some snow. And so I'm really hoping to mess up uh, uh, your <laughs> Debbie, your Louis Vuitton bag. But all the same, it, uh, we're not done with snow. I, I had Jeff Kaplan ask the, ask the other day, are we done with snow? And the answer is no. We we still have all of March, all of April, mm. and we sometimes even get a little bit of snow into May. Oh, so yeah. we're not Love done with it. snow, Love but, it. oh, man, the water that comes with this has just been phenomenal. Kevin, if I'm going to call in sick and play hooky next week, what day mm. should I target? Wednesday, Thursday. Excellent. Yeah, if you okay. like the snow right after the snowstorm, um, you ought to have a really good day. And uh, But, again, I would never encourage or condone such behavior. Naturally. Please, no, go to work and do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Um, so I, this is great news then for the Great Salt Lake too, right, Kev? Oh, yeah. Yeah. In fact, Utah Lake is at such a capacity. They just started outflow releases last week into the Jordan River that will eventually get to the Great Salt Lake. And so when our seasons do well and our reservoirs are full, the Great Salt Lake does better. Um, and what, what's happened in years past, and we've had this conversation with Taylor uh, before as well as with you, Debbie, mm-hmm. the, the issue is forever we've treated the Great Salt Lake as a passive endeavor. So whatever we have extra gets to the lake, and that's not a viable conservation method. Hmm. So the viability of what we need to do for the lake is passive is great, but we have to set aside water rights. We have to set aside a plan, and we have to allocate a portion of our water to go to that lake every year to make sure that it and all of its ecosystems are are sustainable. So even with a really good year, which we're going to have again, um, it still is about allocation, not just passive allowance to it, allow it to get there. Yeah, and I think it's just so, that's such a great point, Kev. We've just got to break old habits and recognize that we weren't doing things the right way to yeah. sustain the Great Salt Lake long term. I mean, we were facing record lows in the last couple of years of the Great Salt Lake, dust that's spinning up because of that. And then now we've kicked it into high gear on uh, proposals and ways to save the Great Salt Lake from continuing to shrink. So I, you know, I always love the pitch for, you know, just get into the habit of conserving and making sure more water is available. You know, short showers, that's great. Uh, you know, maybe taking out some of that grass this this spring and this summer and replacing it with drought tolerant plants is a good thing to do as well. And there's lots of things we can do on our own, even though it feels like, you know, maybe we can't make a difference, but everybody doing it together, we make a huge difference with the Great Salt Lake. That's exactly right. It's again, it's a concentrated effort with a lot of people on board and then you really need good water years. So we're in a couple years of feast, which is awesome. And uh, now we just got to manage it well. And and inevitably the, the years of famine will come we just need to make sure that we've got a good plan in place to get through it. Yeah, KSL meteorologist Kevin Eubank, thanks so much for filling us in. Thanks for being on the show. Kevin, next time I'm going to be back in for Dave, we'll be sure to let you know so you can <laughs> uh, you can join us again. We'll give you the all clear, Kev. So thank you so much. Uh, you'll hear Kevin later on today, of course, with Jeff Kaplan as always, and also over at KSL 5 Television as well.
Uh, straight ahead, Taylor and I are going to talk to News Nation uh, live. Uh, we often partner with them on Fridays uh, as they continue to track the important stories that are going to be happening over the weekend. And perhaps the biggest political story over the weekend is going to be Nikki Haley and the primary in South Carolina. Make sure you go tell everybody you know that they need to vote in this primary. You'd be surprised at how many of your family and friends just vote in general elections. In a general election, we're given a choice. In a primary, we make our choice. Quickly, two thoughts, Debbie. Number one, love Nikki Haley. Wish she had a chance. She doesn't this year. It's time for her to drop out and move on. Take two, Debbie. The presidential primary process is absolutely absurd. <laughs> we need to toss it out and do it in a totally different what do you way mean in the by future. That? You've got 30 seconds. Come you on. Your I, best 30 seconds. Come on. on that. We're going to let Iowa and New Hampshire dictate all of this okay. for us before the voters even really get a legitimate chance to weigh in. This thing was lost with a tiny fraction of a tiny fraction of Republican voters weighing Because Iowa had a very low turnout. That's right. Low turnout, bad weather, a caucus, the New Hampshire primary, very small numbers of voters. Nevada couldn't even figure out which was the real primary. Debbie, it's all a complete mess. This is not how we should be choosing our nominees for president of the United States. Straight ahead, we're going to go live with News Nation, uh, and they'll give us their take on Nikki Haley and whether she stands a chance after this weekend. The primary in South Carolina happens on Saturday. We will be keeping a close eye on it all weekend long, of course. Have full coverage on Monday as well.